Kia ora, and welcome to Kotamu Tamu Waitangi Takeaways, Stuff's summary of today's kōrero from Waitangi. I'm Taurapa, Te Ao Māori Advisor and Te Reo Māori Translator at Stuff. I'm joined by senior Pōtiaki reporter Joel Maxwell. Kia ora, Joel. Uh, kia ora, he mihi mahana, kia koutou, e whakarongo mai ana. Kia ora. We're on the ground in beautiful Waitangi, and we've been out and about all day. Over the next 15 to 20 minutes, we'll analyse the key talking points and explain what they mean for Tao Māori. Are you ready, Joel? Okay, te rite e I'm ready to go. Awesome, let's go. Kia ora, Joel. Kia ora, e Where are we sitting? On the ground. <laughs> We're sitting on the ground, uh, just next door to the treaty grounds. So you may hear some bird life around us. You may hear some cicadas. You it's may all part hear of the ambience. muscle snapping from being cross-legged, but... Here we go. At least we're on dry ground. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so where were we this morning? It's been a busy morning. Um, today, obviously, we went out to Teti for a, I guess, what you would call a porphyry? Yeah. Some people called it a porphyry. Some people called it a whakatau. Um, mm. I did hear informal porphyry thrown around as well. So I think there was a bit of uncertainty, actually, about what was happening. Yeah, there's a bit of uncertainty for us. We rocked up as reporters and we sort of entered the strange world where there is this, you know, this informal tikanga happening. We're not quite sure where we fit in in that. So, you know, um, we weren't part of the Opia, which was mostly politicians who will be spread out amongst a bunch of panels covering Kaupapa Māori throughout the day today, and it was a way to welcome them, but we weren't part of that, so we had to try and figure out what to do. That's right, yeah, we did ask a couple of people, you know, we are media, we're both Tapu. neither of us have actually been on mm. Te Marae before, so in terms of tikanga Māori, it's, it's almost frowned upon really to uh, marae, to walk onto a marae without being formally welcomed. Mm. But when you're there with media, you almost have to takahi, takahi te tikanga, te orai te tikanga, right? According to Farehuia, right. you know, we, knew, we need to change these tikanga to keep up with the times. So media were fortunate enough to actually be allowed onto the marae atea in front of the whare nui. Mm. We had our own little space there so that we could actually see the ope coming on yeah. um, before the pōhiri happened. Yeah, I mean, uh, actually being able to see that was really good because we got to see something that for me was a little unusual. And that was um, Calvin Davis who led on the OP. He was doing something I hadn't seen before. Yeah, so there was no kaikaranga uh, in the OP with uh, Minister Davis. So he stood up the front and actually did a wairea while they were going on. Uh, now wairea is essentially a, a call in, in response um, to another call. So there was karanga happening from the tangata whenua side. Um, but I did ask him about it afterwards. He goes, yeah, he tikanga no ngāpuhi, uh, no rotumai o ngāpuhi. So mm. he, he, he was saying it's, it's a custom from where, where he is back home. Um, but it's unusual for a wairea to happen and be responded by a wahine doing a karanga. So that was quite a cool interaction this morning. Yeah, that was great. And obviously we were... Then uh, they went in straight in and uh, started with the fly court at all. Uh, we weren't allowed in, but by some strange coincidence, we happened to drift relatively close to an open window. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say we were eavesdropping. We just happened to be standing beside an open window where the fly court at all were happening. <laughs> um, but no, in, ser- in all seriousness, they knew exactly where we were. We made eye contact, awkward eye contact, albeit, <laughs> with a couple of the kai court at all. And so they knew that we were standing there listening. Um, but Kate Pai, because there was no real um, tapu kōrero going on, nothing too special or 
Yeah. I, th yeah. I thought I got away with it. I was trying to look very casual and avoid looking at them and look at my phone instead, whilst trying not to look like I was listening intently. But. I think I, I accidentally caught uh, caught the attention of one of them, and I thought, well, I can't hide it now. So <laughs> I'm just going to keep keep rolling along with this. Yeah, yeah but um, what was said in there, you know, maybe we've seen in the past some really challenging um, conversations uh, in the Fai Kōrero, but... Was um, it was very nice. Yeah, there were there was some nice wholesome quarter or there, um, a couple of you know quite direct straight to the point ones, and the the, the, the tangata whenua did say uh, they they don't want to hear any talk about being treaty partners. That's not what today is about. But they did put down the weddle, so to speak, that whatever the politicians are going to be talking about today, me pono te korero, me tika te korero. So you need to be telling us the truth, and you need to be honest with us. That was the main takeaway from that one. Yeah, and it was interesting. I was listening to Calvin, who was saying that it wasn't about the politicians. They were keen to not make it about them and to make it about um, the tangata whenua and, and Waitangi Day itself. Um, so he was keen to just push away attention as much as he could from the politicians. Yeah, and Tano um, actually replied to that from from the Manuhiri side. And he, he, he added on to that, that kōrero about... Uh, we're not here to talk about being treaty partners. We're here to kia tika te kōrero, kia pono te kōrero. And he said, e harita mea, kia taupatupatu i te tangata, engari kia taup, uh, taupatupatu i te kaupapa. So we're not here to argue with people. We're here to discuss the kaupapa in front of us. And it doesn't matter what affiliation each person has, we're here to talk about the kaupapa and not judge the person. And so we did hear about Tano. Um, and we heard a bit about some some leadership within the Green Party, didn't we? Yes, about what they were saying. I mean, obviously, Tiano mentioned his two leaders mm -hmm. and the work that they were doing. Um, you managed to sneak that in as well, even though it, was, it wasn't about the politicians, but it was about the politicians. A little bit. It, it yeah. always is. Anyway, we're at Waitangi after all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we say, it's that, that, you know, that combination of all those elements of politics and Tao Māori and and us standing outside eavesdropping on them. That's right. And so like we, we just mentioned before, you know, there, there is a bit of um, tikanga that needs to be managed somewhat when you are at Waitangi because not everything is going to gel right. Um, and we have the parliamentary pōhiri coming up and we have had some kōrero from the Waitangi Trust. Yeah. Um, so, the, yeah, the Waitangi National Trust, you know, this was just happening as we were sort of a gathering outside the marae this morning, but it looks like the Waitangi National Trust uh, sent out some, I guess, stipulations around who would be standing and what they would be, you know, what they, who, and how many would be standing for the porphyry tomorrow. That's where the politicians arrive and are welcomed on. And initially, I think they're talking about three uh, politicians being allowed to stand. And then it's, I think it's become up to five to cover all of the parties that might want to stand. And also they're talking about it not being a leader. The leaders weren't allowed to stand to the fight court at all. It will be an MP from each of those parties. Instead. So why did the Waitangi National Trust say that leaders shouldn't be standing for their parties? From what I can see is potentially that they didn't want the focus to be too much on the politics. They wanted it to be about the day, but uh, which is, you know, which is a cool idea. The, the only thing it does for me though is it raises some really interesting questions around tikanga about that clash between Dao Māori and, and the rest of the world, basically, because as Calvin Davis said when he um, left the Pōwhiri this morning to a stand-up to media, his understanding was that Manuhiri had the right to choose, that is, the people who are coming on to the marae, uh, have the right to choose who speaks for them. Yeah, and I haven't really seen a situation yet where 
the tangata whenua dictate to the manuhiri how to speak. They may tell them how many to have, but it's, it's super uncommon, from what I've seen anyway, to be told who should be speaking and who should not be speaking. So I thought that was a really interesting kaupapa to come from them, a wee kōrero. Um, but after all, Minister Davis said, you know, why can't we for two hours each year just be adults? <laughs> we don't need to have any tautohe tohe happening. Let's just stand up and respect each person as they call it all. So I think that was really nice, uh, a nice thing to hear, quite a refreshing thing to hear from a politician. You know, we should have our five kai all. They should stand up and represent each of the, each of the parties. Um, and what's more, when they come to the waiata, the kinaki, you should all stand, even if you're not part of that party. Yeah. We're here to tautoko the kaupapa, not to taupatupatu te tangata. Yeah, there's a nice symbolism in that. It shows that our politicians can behave themselves for a little while anyway, like you said, a couple of hours or even just 10 minutes. It's only two hours out of the year, isn't it? <laughs> I've got a whole 364 days where they can taupatupatu away. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess part of that uh, confusion over that too is that it's not necessarily that um, te wharerunanga where they'll be holding this. It's not te ti marae, is it? Mm. You know, there's a marae and then there's uh, this facility which is administered by the Waitangi National Trust. So it's a little bit of a grey area, I suppose, in terms of setting the tikanga. It is, yeah, because tikanga of the marae is slightly different to tikanga at the Waitangi Treaty Grounds. Mm. Um, so we do have to kind of play by their rules, yeah. uh, or the politicians at least need to play by their rules. And there is, we are at Waitangi, there's a lot of politics happening. You yeah. know, we, ha we have to play by their politics sometimes. Yeah. And to me, though, I mean, it raises the interesting question, if, if any party wants to demand that their leaders speak, uh, what, which leaders can actually speak in te reo Māori? That's true, because we've got, we have, for the Māori party, we've got Rawiri Waititi, who's more than capable of standing up and speaking, but if he's not allowed to speak because he's a, he's a party leader, who does that leave to, to represent Māori party? Because obviously there's Debingare Wapaka, who's their other MP, but um, I don't think it's a, the tikanga here is that Māori uh, women can't necessarily speak on um, on the taumata here. Yeah, and then that doesn't really leave many other options for yeah. them. Um, and National have a few Māori faces who could do this. Yeah, yeah, a few. A few. On a few. I yeah. think we've got three, haven't yeah. we, in National? And I mean, but if they decided they wanted to push the boundaries and put their leader up there, then, you know, is Christopher Luxon going to be up to the job? And just as much if, if uh, Labour's leader, Chris Hipkins, decided he was going to, you know, demand to speak for, for as a manuhiri, could he do it? That raises that big question, because to your way of thinking, is it appropriate for English to be used in the setting of the Fai Kōrero, which to, to me is like the ultimate in, yeah, speaking it, in oratory. It's a contentious kaupapa, isn't it? And there are a lot of Māori who, who say te reo Māori should be the only reo spoken on the marae um, and te reo Pākehā doesn't have a place on the marae. Um, but I actually think that Prime Minister Hipkins is more than happy to sit this one out. He, he has so many opportunities across yeah. the whole year. It's probably a nice time for him to sit back and I can relax for two hours and just take in the court at all here. I don't yeah. need to stress about delivering a fight court at all. Yeah. That's the idea. That's the sort of feeling I'm getting. Because it's the ultimate stress. You know, if you're doing it right, you don't have notes. You know, you've got to get up there. You've got to say it correctly. You've got to not insult people and make a fool of yourself. 
and remember the, the what you're going to say. So it's it's quite stressful. He's already got enough stress, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, he doesn't need to add to that. So um, I think if he's not speaking, I think that he's actually pretty stoked about that, to be honest. Yeah, and it, it also raises the question, you know, part of being here today, we've seen a lot of these um, the panels running at Teti and the Porphyry and embedded amongst all of that, the place is like riddled with Labour Māori MPs, mm. all fulfilling roles in the panels who are capable of doing it. They've got a very large Māori caucus and it made me think, what would today have been like if if National were in, were in the government? And this is not a stab at National. It's just, I, I had a legitimate thought, you know, with their Māori caucus, which I think stands at three, how would they be able to pull off something like this? Yeah, because Labour seemed very comfortable today, mm. weren't they? They had their fingers in a lot of different pies, yeah. and nobody was sweating, no. humidity aside. Yeah. <laughs> nobody was too stressed about the situation, and they all looked very, very calm and collected in each of their positions. We had the, the forum tents happening on Te Timarai and some awesome kōrero coming out of there. Um, Davis was, Minister Davis was challenged, um, and we asked him about that afterwards. We're like, how did you feel about being challenged? You know, this is, and he said, this is all part of Waitangi. This is why we come here. Um, we love being challenged about these things. Even if we don't necessarily agree with the corridor that's being thrown towards us, we're here to listen to it. And it's all part of being Māori, following the tikanga of Waitangi in general. Um, and I think he thrives off it, to be honest. Yeah, I know. Kuera te tayahu o te Māori, that's part of the Māori world. And if, if you've been part of that, then you're, you're certainly much more comfortable with it. And um, yeah, he told us that he was happy to have that. And also, you know, the Greens were here as well. Uh, te Ano Tuiono was speaking, obviously, at mm -hmm. the Pōwhiri. Marama Davis has been around. And, and they introduced um, they introduced a new Greens candidate, too, for Te Tai, Hukero, uh, te tai Tokero today as well, Huhana uh, Linden who uh, sets up an interesting challenge in the North, doesn't it? And a family challenge. A little bit of family one because uh, Calvin Davis is her uncle. Yes. Uh, and they are going to be running for the same seat, Te Taitokero. Um, but it was important also to mention that she doesn't see it as too much of a stepping on his toes, takahi te mana. Um, he has a lot of ministerial responsibilities now. And her position is that she's much more on the ground. She's able to be more community focused than Calvin Davis is able to at the moment, given the responsibilities he's had to take on. Well, you can you can swivel that around and have a look at it like this. They've got a powerful, um, they've got a powerful friend and ally in Calvin Davis, who's highly ranked in the party, so he can bring them the goodies, uh, ngā taonga, um, mm. as opposed to somebody who might might sneak in on the list for the Greens. We weren't told where she's going to sit on that. Mm. Um, who might be a junior, you know, partner in any government. Coming back, maybe just to finish us off here, back on what you said about National being here. If National was here today and in power. I'm not too sure that they would able uh, they would be able to comfortably sit the way Labour did today across all these different co-papa. Yeah, I know. Look at the the Māori caucus is a caucus of three um, at the moment, I think, or potentially four, but we'll get to that. Harete Hipago, uh, Tamapotaka, they've joined us recently, um, and obviously there was Shane, Dr. Shane Betty, mm. who um, who birthed a lot of people up here. I understand. He, he said that at a previous uh, ball for the, He has mentioned that before, yeah. and I think there's been talk about Paul Goldsmith being Māori, although I'm not too sure about how true that might be. He's the reserve Māori. He's the reserve Māori, perhaps. <laughs>
Um, so it's a bit worrying. Really. It is. But really exciting to see actually how that parliamentary portity is going to turn out. Yeah. Um, super stoked uh, that we're here today yes. to be able to cover all these kōrero. And uh, I want to see what it's going to be like over the coming days. Great. Yes, me too. It's been fantastic. And I'm enjoying the uh, the honour and privilege of listening to people speaking to Reo Māori and all the Māori people here and the politicians in us. Kapai, well, tēnā koe, Joe. Tēnā koe, You've been listening to Ko Tamu Tamu Waitangi Takeaways, stuff summary of today's kōrero from Waitangi. I'm Taurapa, and I've been talking with Joel Maxwell. Tēnā rawa atu koe, Joe. Ah, nui rawa ki a koe Many thanks. We'll be back with another wrap tomorrow. Keep an eye out on the Stuff homepage from about 4pm. In the meantime, thanks to our producer Chris Reed, Potiaki reporter Katie Doyle and the rest of the Stuff audio production team.